Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her out. A star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. You are about 30 years old, and your parents are like, look, you need to figure your shit out. Yeah. And they send you to a... For, to take a test on what you should be doing with your life. Yeah, yeah. So, so you become a journalist. Oh, you really researched. I always, I do. This I is have incredible. to. So, you, when do you decide? Uh, how you know? What did you do for like the band writing? Was there anything else you did before they were like, "Look, Dave, you got to get your shit." To oh, and I do want to tell one more story mm -hmm. before we get to this: the Murphy oil soap story. Oh yeah. That's my favorite. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, so my mom growing up. Who was, who ran her own temp agency and had to make dinner for everyone. For, yeah. Five kids and, and a so husband. So worked full time, five kids. She was, we would like, we, whenever we would get, eat any meat or whatever, mm -hmm. like it wouldn't be like we all get a steak. There would be just like one big slab, big of, slab meat. of meat. Yeah. So. Yeah, she's like, and she'd always be on the phone, like, oh you know, yeah, with, a with and a wired phone, cord, yeah, with the cord. Know? And uh, she was in the kitchen, and she did a, a number of things like this over time, where she, um, but she was multitasking. She was like marinating the steak, and she had a bottle of Murphy's oil soap on the counter because our whole every flat surface in our house was covered with like half-eaten bowls of cereal right, right. with the milk and all that. And so there's just shit everywhere and there's Murphy's oil soap and then I guess like vegetable oil or something that she was, or salad dressing. Right, right. That she was going to dump in the Pyrex dish with the right. steak. Pyrex. And she... Love it. She... she <laughs> that gets I love Pyrex. Sorry. She she dumped... I guess what happened... So we're eating the steak that night. It's like Saturday night. And we're all like, oh, this steak is... uh gross and my mom's right. getting mad at cuz no did my dad she, hasn't had it. Did she take a bite? No, she well not yet. They right. hadn't had it. Just the kids had had it. Right. And we're all like Ugh. this is gross and she's like shut up you you know she would when she would get really mad yeah. she would call us you goddamn assy kids cuz she didn't know right. how to use profanity. And uh <laughs> and that would be the maddest she would get right, right. Like if you were like she wouldn't be like you fuckers. Right. And so we were all like, oh, this steak is gross. Like, we don't want to eat it. And then and then my dad tried it, and he was like, it tastes like Murphy's oil soap. Which, how would he know that? Right. I don't know. But, uh, and then she, she's panicking, and she calls the poison control. Did she look and, and go, oh, fuck, I poured Mur Murphy oil soap? Yeah, she yeah. real like, the empty right. containers there. And she calls, and she's like, oh, my God, I killed my family. Uh-huh. And then she's like, what? Oh. She's like crying on the phone and she's like, what? Going, oh. to, going to the, you know, most. Yeah. Yeah. Part, the yeah. darkest place. Yeah. And then you can hear her kind of calm down like, oh, okay. 
All right. Yeah. All right. You have a nice night too. Okay. And then she hangs up. She's like, it's fine. <laughs> and she rinses it off in the sink. Right. And it's like, here, eat it. Oh, and did anyone puke? All... Well, no, she was like, eat it like you fucking ingrates. Wait, did you, how many bites did you take? I don't even know if I personally ate any of it. I know like at least a couple of my siblings did. Well, was it flavored? Was it the barbecue Murphy oil? It was the barbecue. It was the teriyaki. Oh, that's good. And, um, and so then my dad was like, let's just go to McDonald's or something. Right. So we did that. Nothing. But that was, that word was those, that sentence was never uttered. Oh, let's go to McDonald's. Yeah. We were kosher. We, we, and no one went to McDonald's. I, um, we rarely did. Right. That was Um, a treat. Yeah. We, it was a treat, but also like we only went, we never went to like fast food restaurants. Like on the rare occasion, I think my dad like knew some, somehow through work, we'd go to like a rest that some restaurant and, um, but then growing up, I'd always be like, can't we go to Ponderosa? My thing right. was always like, if a restaurant has a commercial, it's the best restaurant. Right, right, right. But we, and I would always be like, why can't we go to Red Lobster, Ponderosa? We never, right, never could go. It's very sad. I had it's a very, very hard, hard life. Fun. And did you have your own room? No. Who would you share with? Bob? My brother, Bob and Katie for the first few years and then Katie was like I got my period I'm out of here no like they built like a an an addition we used to call them and then they still call them that they do I I don't know and uh, so my brother and I shared a room until uh, he left for college and never came home again Mm -hmm. where'd he go he went to Fordham too oh nice there was some sort of like I don't know, like nine kids from my high school. Went to Fordham? Yeah, they must have been some sort of deal. Yeah, or they, they, you know, they like kids from that high school. Yeah. Yeah, because for, isn't Fordham a Catholic? Jesuit, yeah. Yeah, Jesuit. Yeah. Um, all right, so you're you're bouncing around, mm-hmm. and all your siblings are working at this point when you're 30? Yeah, totally. So what like do they do? Married and stuff. Okay, so they're all kids. married. Some of kids. Them okay, so what did they all do? Bob? He is now a nurse practitioner, but he was a social worker before that. Oh, I love Bob. He's a, the best guy. Seriously. Any gays in your family? N- well, uh, no. What? I so- feel like maybe, maybe, but I, it's not my place. Okay. To say. Okay. And I won't say. But none name. of my, I can say none of my siblings. None of your siblings. Are, okay. No, but I, I feel like. Uh, cousins, aunts, uncles. Proud. No, well, I don't. You know, somewhere along the, I feel okay. like I feel like there's maybe just not. Uh, I would be like I thrusting. This, right. Yeah, you can't. Uh, story. But we'll all find out off off the air. But I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. So Bob. All right. What did um What did Libby do? What does she do? She she's works in like corporate. World. Where'd she go to consulting. college? She went to uh, John Carroll, which was right down the street. Okay. Literally down the street. From so she's house. very close to your parents. Yes. Okay. She lives she's the available child that does everything. She does everything. Okay. Yes. Like when they, when my mom died and my dad finally moved out of the house, she dealt with all right. that. You should say thank you to her every fucking day. I do. I think. Okay. Uh, Miriam. She was a journalist for years and then she moved, then she was like, Working for 
uh, Van- Vanguard, which is financial, mm, yes. being their sort of in-house right. writer, journalist. And, that, and then she moved to Australia. Australia. And, and what's the other? Wait, I forgot the other one. Katie. Katie. Is she worked for Goldman Sachs. Ugh. And then now she is raises kids and then they, they like, they build houses and that, oh, right. and she decorates them and then they sell them. Um, <clears throat> they flip houses. They it's flip called houses. flipping they flip houses, houses. Yeah. flipping houses. Yeah. So, and where does she go to college? She went to Georgetown. Wow. Yeah. Katie, yeah. where did Miriam go? Notre Dame. Wow. So the, re- and the rest of you Fordham, Fordham and, my you know, and, and I'm too attached to my parents to leave. Okay. So <laughs> basically, so you're 30 and your parents are like, look, you fucking loser. Yeah. What are you so doing with your life? And, and, you know, I heard you say, and this happens to me all the time, you know, like it used to not anymore, but why, why, why don't you just, why can't you get on Saturday night live? Oh, yeah. you know what? I'm filling out an application and yeah. you know, it's like they have no fucking idea. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I, I mean, I, my mom, not that I'm, you know, hugely successful now or anything, but I, I was to the point of right around when she died, when things were, you know, just starting to going, you know, I'd been making my living for a while in comedy and, and, uh, she called and she's like, Oh, my friend, so-and-so saw you on HBO. Right. And then she's like, that's pretty good. Right. And I was like, Oh, wow, oh she's my finally God. getting it. And I was like, yeah, you know, I think it's pretty good. And then there was this pause and she just says, what's HBO? No way. Truly did not know. And so nothing I could do was gonna right. make me make her understand. Yeah. I so. was lucky. Cause you know, my mother grew up in Manhattan, you know, mm-hmm. and my father, you know, he was very into the arts and played violin. I mean, they wanted me to be a teacher because you know, that would have been safe, but whatever. So you, they, they send you to, to take a test to see what you're good at, what you yeah. would be. And the guy says to you, well, it looks like the arts, music. Yeah, this um, is after a full writing. day, yeah. like eight-hour day of Like sort. looking at pictures and then saying, yeah. yeah. And then he says... Uh, it, though, yeah, it was like, it was, yeah, it was like art, music, music art, writing, writing yeah. all the things. Yeah. And then he's like, or import-export. And then I was like, oh. Do you think he just said that just to shut your parents? Were Maybe. your parents there? No, no. All right. They were down the street. So what were you thinking when he said import X? Did you ever for one minute say, oh, did you entertain that? Yeah, for a second. I mean, I I thought like, oh, maybe. What the fuck does import export have to do with writing music and art? I don't know. Like, and maybe it's. Fuck it. Who knows? Like, it may be like, oh, this is I import vodka from right somewhere. Which would be kind of cool. Yes. Whatever. Um, So that does. And then you went to a life coach. Yeah. Well, after I wound up in New York shortly after this. And then my sister in Boston, my little sister and my mom that like they had, they knew some life coach that, that had talked to like a couple of her in-laws or whatever. And then they got my cousins to go to this person. And then, uh, 
And then they were like, what was her name? She's actually, I think a pretty, um, Mel Robbins. She's like a big, she's on CNN now or something. Really? Yeah. She's awesome. By right. the way, I think I, in my book I write about it and I call her something to me else. Cause I didn't right. want to be dragged into right. my book, but she is an amazing person. Wow. Think, wildly successful. That's awesome. Yeah. And what did she do for you? She was awesome. She, well, she lived, uh, in Boston. And so I only met her once and she would talk to me and she had great, like we kind of like talk over stuff. And then, and this, uh, this whole thing was like, I, cause I was like, I don't want to do that. And then my mom was like, come on, like, just do it. I'll pay for it. And I think wow. like, that's Jewish. It's okay. super. And I was like, I was like, well, this could be funny. Like I'll get some, something. Right. Um, and so I was like, all right. And I did it for like a few weeks and she came to the same conclusion. She was like, you are doing, I have no advice for you. You're doing exactly what you should be doing. Yeah. And granted I was still broke at the time, but she was like, just stay the right, course. Just stay the course of doing, I need to call her what you're doing. Mel, I'm giving you a cool. She's awesome. Okay. Mel. So, um, you are in a band and you start talking in between the song you're this the lead is guitar before that right right yeah, yeah. so but then that's you basically right that's how i got it started sort of doing one of among the reasons <clears throat> i got into comedy so you you start do you start the band valley lodge yeah well it was me and my friend john kimbrough okay who had a great band called walt mink and i was a huge fan of that band so we became friends right and then you are the lead singer lead guitarist yeah and well, in, both lead we both, we both. Okay. So, to, I don't you don't have to be, mad. you don't have to be so generous, David <laughs> Clarence. So you start, you know, just improving in between the songs. Yeah. And then your crazy mind says, oh, maybe I should try stand up comedy. Well, I don't think I thought it through like, I should right. get in. It was, but I knew I enjoyed it. Right. And then I, by this time I had started, I was in New York and I was writing on TV shows right. and, and, and then I had a friend, Tony Carnavali, who was like, I run this show at Parkside Lounge. Right. Would you ever want to do something? And so that's, that's. Is Tony Carnavali Italian? He might be. Wow. He could be. Really? But. Uh, Tony! <laughs> yeah. So go ahead. So he, but I was, I kind of, I, I also started writing on this show. Uh, smoking Gun TV, right? Which was kind of like a Daily Show esque show based on the website Smoking Gun, right? Right. And I was writing for that, and I they had me on that show, right? As well, so I kind of like weaseled my way right into a few things because you're a white male, so yeah, you can yeah. Do that. Just using. <laughs> so, um, you where did you do your first full set at that at the Tony Carnavale at thing, Parkside and Lounge. how did you um do? I did well. I I only re I just read like my blog because I had no. Okay, that's jokes. not stand up. No, David, it wasn't, Clarence. It wasn't, but I. It was a good, you know, step in. But what I learned very quickly because I I was super nervous mm -hmm. and I from playing in bands I, was, I would always just drink right uh, to not be nervous right and but I was like I don't want to get in the habit of that right. 
uh, with this too. So I just made a rule: I'll never drink, right, and do comedy. So same. And uh, so I got a Coke, like a big pint of Coke, and I just had it on stage, and I was so nervous that the Coke was, was like literally shaking. shaking, and I was like taking sips of the Coke while I was doing because I was just and like you had Parkinson's. Yeah, and people were laughing at that, right? And I was like, oh. Right. There's a lot going. There's a lot of possibilities. Right, right. Here, and then that made me be excited about doing comedy. And you sound excited too. I'm an excitable guy. Yeah, I mean you're As very you know. over the top. <laughs> very. It's a bit much. Yeah. Hey everyone, you know one of my favorite things in life, if not my most favorite thing in life, which, yeah, it's arguably my most favorite thing in life besides my kids and is food and eating. Eating is my favorite activity. And eating is better and easier with Factor. Factor, I'm telling you, I tried their stuff. It is delicious. It is great. It is high quality. And they are, when I say ready to eat meals, they're ready to eat in two minutes. They're not frozen. They're never frozen. They're chef crafted, dietitian approved, and literally you heat them for two minutes. Every week you have over 35 options to choose from. They have calorie smart, protein plus, keto. I just did chef's choice. 60 or more add-ons that you can stay fueled up. They had these juice shots that were incredible. These are restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat when you are ready to eat. That's it. And they're really good. Elisa loved them too. There's no prep. There's no mess. I've tried a lot of these different kinds of meals. Factor is amazing and so convenient. It's so great to get home from a long day of like schlepping around and knowing you have this delicious meal waiting for you in the refrigerator that takes two minutes to heat up. And you can pause, you can reschedule your deliveries at any time. It is a great solution for those nights and days that you're looking for fast, great, delicious options with no cooking required, okay? And Factor is less expensive than takeout. So what are you going to do? Because I'm telling you, you have to believe me, I never lie, Factor is amazing. You're going to head to Factor Meals, F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S, dot com slash Judy Gold 50, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D 50, five zero, okay? Judy Gold 50. And use code J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D 50, Judy Gold 50, to get 50% off. That's code Judy Gold 50 at factormeals.com slash Judy Gold 50 and get 50% off. It's worth it. You're welcome. You start doing stand-up, and you're pretty successful pretty quickly, don't you and think? And then it's all done. Well, I was very lucky early on, and then then the luck has run out. Or, oh, please, shut the know. fuck up. Okay. So you um, played tennis with the Williams sisters? Is that correct? For, against their will, I was hired by HBO to uh-huh. – it was them and a couple other famous tennis players – I can't remember their names. One of them was like one of the, was the number one seeded player at the time. 
A bo- a man? No, no, a woman. These are four okay. women were playing at the garden, I think. Okay. And what what year was this? Some I don't know. But somehow in the last ten years. Or uh, something. That's great. Not an unhelpful. T- somewhere I don't know. It was like the BNP Paribas something. Okay. Oh yes, I know that. Yeah, it was like a corporate. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, yeah, they, so they flew me down to Florida, and they they were like talking to like P P P M P B A. Yeah, I know what yeah, it is. Something. Yeah, something. And they were talking to an actual like journalist, right? And then they would talk Maria to, Sharapova. Oh, maybe that was who it was. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. And then they talked to ESPN, and then they would be like, "Oh, and talk to this guy real quick." So I don't think they were that happy about it, right? To be honest, but you played with them? No, like just kind of dicked around. I played. I I volleyed with Billie Jean King. Really? Hey everyone, name That's drop. Awesome. She's the best. She's the fucking greatest person. And what she did, I'll never forget that. I will never forget that She's tennis amazing. match. Yeah. Plus, that's just such a better era of tennis. I oh, please. It's a better era, period. No, it wasn't, Judith. So <laughs> um, this I'm fascinated with. All right. Oh, by the way, you you did write the well, this came after you when Trump was a candidate, a GOP candidate, you wrote for him. You wrote no, ringtones no, 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 or no, he no. was planning on running. for No, 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 no. no. That was I wrote. In two thousand four. Okay, so this. he wasn't a candidate. We, it was no, the you're I, fired. There's no yeah. fucking way I would would have done. Right, that. And, I got the timing wrong because um, yeah. Okay, so you worked sorry with fuckface. Yeah, and no, oh, the language. It's my podcast, Dave. I say every fucking disgusting word but, there uh, is. All right, no, I wouldn't. All right, no, so tell me all about this job with the fucking fuckface orange piece of shit in two thousand four. So it's before I started. Wasn't doing comedy. Right. I was just sort of in New York writing, just trying to right. make my way right. in this tough town. And it's up to you. Yeah. I was in that New phase of it. York. Yeah. And I got hired. It was during the celebrity ringtone craze mm-hmm. of 2004. And he, the apprentice was, a, had just become a hit right. show. Um, and so he was doing ringtones with, Verizon, I think, and right. uh, this sort of bunch of corporate entities right. that banded together to make ringtones. Mm-hmm. And I was hired to write ringtones for and this. And it was it him talking like you're yeah. fired. Yes. But this is an interesting thing. And as if we need any more examples of how incompetent this fuckface is, he did not successfully negotiate to to. Own, own the phrase "you're fired," right. so he was not allowed to say NBC. NBC right. owns own the phrase. your fire. So I had to write ringtones, and they're like, "You can't say you're fired." He, he's not allowed to say that because he's he didn't get right because he's such a good negotiator. Exactly. The so one thing he should have. I am waiting for NBC to and MSNBC and every NBC affiliate to announce your fire to that motherfucker. Right. Um, so what were his, what, what, what ringtones did you write? Do you remember? They're probably. 
And he records them. He records them. I wrote, They were like something like, pick up the phone. This could be a great business opportunity. Uh, you know, literally, that was yeah, probably yeah, yeah. just stupid shit. Hey, try Trump steaks with Murphy oils, <laughs> Murphy's oil soap on them. Yeah. Um, okay, so. I wrote, yeah, it's just like. So how many of, did you write? write? Probably 60. Wow, that's good. But, Excellent. Uh, but nothing more clever than what I just said. Right. So you're around him and Everyone is afraid of him. I heard well, you say at one point. I I I thought I was just writing them, and that would be it. I would right. just email them in, and right. and that's it. But right. they were like, "Oh, we want you to come right. to his office." Mm-hmm. So, all right. I, so you walk in the office. Is it? It's just gold and shit all over. And what yeah, are you wearing? I, I are you wearing say, a Dave Hill outfit? No, I wasn't. It, well, yeah, it's horrible. It's gold. It's like a blonde. Right. I, so I said, as I say in my book, uh, it's as if a blind decorator was given right. an unlimited budget and told right. he would never work in this town again. That's right. my okay. clever summation that I couldn't remember. But yeah, it's horrible. Absolutely as gross as you can imagine. And how how big were the tits of the woman who greeted you? They had their uh, their own elevator. Okay, massive. Okay, and uh, yeah, no, I didn't wear a Dave Hill outfit. I think I wore. I didn't even think I tucked my shirt in. Wow. I did not go, uh, I didn't, wasn't presenting myself. Okay. And so you go in, you meet him. He's like, Dave, come to my office. No, it was, I was like one of like a dozen or 20 people. Okay. So they're like, and you're in the, you're in the waiting area. And do you know any of the other writers? I'm the only writer. Oh, okay. It's the whole. It's the whole like ringtone. Sound guy. Right, right, right. Got the, you. Every every possible. And then person he, you, can you get called into the office. Well, the, we all go into this massive conference room, right. where you know wheeling and dealing, right? And, you know meetings. Yeah. As we learned, right? Meetings with Russians take place. Yeah. And things. Did you see any of the kids there? Or anything? I did. Who? I saw a heavily mulleted Don Jr. Ugh. I remember seeing in an office. That he was there. Ugh. Pre uh, Brill Cream. I really like, I, he, I find him to be I f- so I think abhorrent. He's worse. I think, yeah, I, uh, I do. I'm not going to suggest how. Right. But I think I, he, he is, is the bigger problem waiting to happen. Right. And I, and he's so, he's so entitled and just a bully fu- and like just wants, you know, Donald to be like, Don Jr., you're the great. I love you so much. Which oh, They're horrible. Yeah, yeah they're clearly, horrible people. Uh, my, Ivanka's a fucking horrible person. My, I have cousins that went to, went to school with him. Really? To, to high school and? with him. He, they said that they were uh, real. One of them, I can't remember which one, said how much he wished my aunt and uncle were his parents instead. Not, not, what does that mean? I don't know. But basically suggesting my life. So they were friends. No, just kind of knew each other. Not friends. Right. But knew each other. And was he a dick in school? They didn't really say. Okay. I'm going to say yes, he was. Okay. So. Oh, gosh. So you walk. I know know this much. Donald Trump never donated a dime to the school. Right. Of course. Ivanka then, donated five hundred dollars. Right. There's a little secrets I know. Ivanka, I how I know is disgusting. The fact that she's a mother and allows children to be separated from their families. I mean, oh, it's we, bad oh, no, enough. I'm get, saying Ivana. Oh, Ivana. Five hundred. Oh, okay. But Take no, Ivanka back. absolutely 
uh, it's scum. horrible person. So you go in, you're in the office, mm-hmm. um, and everyone there is afraid of him. Yes. And you could give two shits. Yeah, I, I don't know what I'm doing there. Right. Uh, and you're, you've there. got the cool Dave Hill aura that you had Su- in high school. Super cool. Right. Like, who? Who is this guy? I need to know more. <laughs> and he kind of takes to you, correct? Well, it, he's sort of scaring everyone for a really long time just because they're like, oh, shit, this is. Right. Were uh, you scared? No, because I was just like, I have not. I'm what's, Right. I'm just over here. I'm Dave Hill. Dave Hill, I play hockey. Uh, well, I was just like, you know, what's, I, he's not even going to look at me. Like he's I'm in dealing. A band. Yeah. <laughs> you do well in school. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. Here's the thing. Like I, the one I, I will not say I liked him, but in meeting him in person, I was like, oh, this guy, as we already know, he's full of shit. But I was being in a room with him. I was like, Oh, this guy is so fucking full of shit. Right. This is at all an act. Like right. even this scenario where right. we're just recording these things and there's no reason to I so I was kind of Did you think he was a sociopath at that time? No. Okay. I think I thought like, oh, this guy I kind of thought he was funny that in that as a performer, I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, I think it's funny that he's playing this fucking cartoon billionaire. Like right. there's not a better person behind this, but this is all this ridiculous act. Like right. the energy going into it. I was, I thought it was hilarious. You know, I, you know, I had the show on HBO. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where I interviewed people. Yeah. 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 I, I interviewed I, him. Oh, go ahead. Go I, ahead. that was my first exposure to you. That's my first, when I Aww, first became a fan, when I was little, you. little Dave Hill back in Cleveland, Ohio. Aww. And he was at the movie theater. I think he was with Melania or a porn star or a same thing. <laughs> and, um, they're like, go talk to him. And I went over and he was such a dick, such a fucking dick. Fuck. He, yeah. So, okay. This whole process happens in his office, blah, blah, blah. blah. And then. You get to shake his hand. Like, he doesn't shake hands with anyone, right? Because he was a germaphobe. Supposedly. I mean, I've, now you see him doing it all right. the time. And it, how big were his hands? Do you remember? I think... I don't remember. Really. They're tiny. That, okay, they're tiny. We, yeah. This we know. Okay. But he... No, like, well, the thing was, like, at one point, he was getting sort of, like, everyone he interacted with, I was, like, kind of terrified that he was going to flip out. And then at one point, he's like, who wrote this? And everyone was like, oh, let's... Get, yeah, he'll then he'll focus on Dave. Yeah, and then they're like, "He did." Yeah, <laughs> everyone points at me, and he's like, "These are just very good writing." And then he would only talk to me for the rest of the Wait, time. Wait, did you feel like ping when he said very good writing, or were you like whatever? Dave Hill. <laughs> I I don't know. I, I always have Dave to have Hill. a compliment. I didn't care. I think it was nice to hear. Yeah, you know, I felt okay. Whatever. But I played hockey. The future Hitler was still really nice good to hear. at sports. <laughs> You know, I'm Dave Hill. All right. So you then are like, does everyone hate you then? Because he's like, oh, very good. Are they? No, I think they were happy that the attention was off them. Good. Like, because he was just kind of not being pleasant. And that was your last encounter with him. Yes. I had met him before that. Right. Where? Like I was hired a year before that. 
I was hired when I was writing at VH1. They were, you know, they do those clip shows mm-hmm. and, uh, or they used to. Right. And they were doing a show like crazy red carpet. Right, right. Things. And they didn't have enough footage, crazy red carpet footage. So they sent me to the upfronts. Ah, uh, when he was there. To, to get weird things to happen. Right. So they had me, they're like, well, days weird, I guess they thought. And we'll get him to talk to people and then they'll, we'll get the footage we need. Right. So they sent me and I met him and I, and I genuinely had never heard of the apprentice and couldn't imagine that he would ever be in front of the camera. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, he's this fucking idiot. Right. But this, you know, jokes on the world. Uh, I was going to say me, but, but uh, it's not funny. That's, no, that's it's so not sad. funny at it's all. Sad. So I legitimately, he, I was like, you have a show. And he was like, yeah. I'm like, you're on the show. And he was like getting mad at me. Right. Because I genuinely couldn't believe he had right. a show. I'd never heard of it. Right. And so a year later. So I, I should say when I went to his office a year later, I was like, oh. Well, I if, hope he doesn't remember me. What if he me. remembers yeah. me? But he didn't. Um, you wrote the theme song for John Oliver's show, but you had yeah. written it before, not for the show. They had called you and said. Yeah, it was just my band. Liz Stanton. I love that. Yes. I love she's Liz Stanton. Is she the fucking best? I absolutely love She's her. class act, that one. Absolutely. I love her. Um, okay. How did you become friends with Malcolm Gladwell? Like you, how do you, you're like Dave Hill. Like I'm Dave Hill. I, and I, I wish happened was cool. to me. Or I wish I had the confidence you make it sound like Yeah, it's that. Dave Hill. And, uh, <laughs> you think I'm a wallflower, but uh, <laughs> I'm a magnet. No, I'm yeah. terror. I'm, I, I, my, I live a life of terror. Oh, shut up. So how'd you become friends with Malcolm? Uh, he's friends with my friend Stephen Sherrill, who's a great writer, and uh, that's how I met him. Did, um, and you actually wrote Tipping Point, and he put I his wrote name Tipping on Point it. And did you? Most of Blink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. You're very talented. Do you still see him once a week, Malcolm Gladwell? I see him a lot just because we live right by each other mm-hmm. and we go to the same coffee shop. So, right. so I, I run into him quite a bit. I'm going to see him tomorrow, actually. Though, oh, I love, can purpose. you tell him I love him so much? You should. He's a delightful person. Okay, I do. I, don't tell me I should. I hate when people say, you know, you should do this. No, here's the I'm other not saying like telling me I know, to change, I know, but I know, like he's, I know. he's, he's a, a fucking he's genius. an absolutely wonderful yeah. fellow and i love his hair um his great hair yeah hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I ask mm-hmm. all my guests two questions. Mm-hmm. You cannot leave here without answering these questions. Okay. Okay. Number one, and I think I know the answer to this one because we are pro mental health and, yes. you know, we anxiety. We, you know, we talk about this because break the fucking stigma. OK, break the fucking stigma about mental health. Have have you ever been on antidepressants? Oh, yeah. I've okay. been on antidepressants okay. since. All right. For years. What, which ones? I started off. Here's the thing. My, the first thing I was offered 
was Prozac. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, that's, I want the new stuff. It's like new. 1950s. Yeah. Right? So they offered me, can I very, very, the doctor that I saw that would gave me the, um, in the height of my depression, because you see the psychologist and then you see the psychiatrist and they talk to you about the pills. Right. So I met with this woman. She's so anyway, we decide I'm going to take Zoloft, but. Oh, I, that's what they put me on during the, and I threw up every morning. Oh my God. Okay. Don't even get me started. Okay. So, but so during so I'm taking Zoloft and I'm going back and I'm seeing, and then one day I go back and like, it's a different doctor mm-hmm. and they're not, I'm like, why? And they never tell me what happened to the doctor right. that I had been seeing. Oh, that's not. And it's never brought up why I have a different doctor. And right. then finally my my psychologist, I, I was like, you know, it's really weird. Like I have a different person. That's and they mental. never explained. Yeah. Hit by a garbage truck, killed. And they didn't tell me. Because they didn't want you I to. Guess they thought I might. Right. It might and you liked up. him. It was a woman. Yeah, I a liked wo- her very much. She wa- How old was she? Probably in her fifties. That's terrible. He, he gets crazier. I was painting her sister's house. No, at the time when she got hit by the garbage truck. Did you know it was her sister? No, I thought this poor lady. Her sister got killed by a garbage truck. I'm painting her house. It's kind of not the funnest scene at the house, right. but I'm still painting the house. Not putting it together that it's my psychiatrist who has been killed. That is fucking mental. And I find out like a few weeks later that that's what had happened. Anyway. Did you tell the sister that was my, she was my doctor? No, no. Cause I was done painting the house. What color? It was like a nice sort of eggshell mm. blue, like sort Matt? of, a, I guess a. Matt or gloss? Oh, sounds like a satin. Satin, nice. Well, like a robin's egg, I guess. Right. Did they sit Shiva? Uh, the, uh. I'm, tr- I'm trying to I figure out if they, they were, were Jewish. Jewish. Okay. I didn't sit Shiva until like last year. And I didn't know that you're not. A, I thought you were supposed to go every day. So I kept going back. Oh, Dave, you need to do better research. You know what? Whenever you have a Jew question, you call me. Okay. Well, and I will answer it. There's all the food and stuff. I know. So it's I so thought, good. this is awesome. So good. So I came back, like, I think I went like three times. You know, there are people who do that, who like. But are like, they just doing it for the food? Yes, there are I people who it was, do it for the food. I wasn't really doing it for the food. Who did, who, what Shiva? Who's Shiva? Oh, my friend's dad. And he probably thinks you're the greatest friend he, that no, ever. he was dead. Oh, it was a woman. Yeah. My friend Shana, her, her dad died suddenly. And you probably, and you went to see her three times and she probably thinks she you- wasn't even there. Like what? One or two of the times. Cause she had other stuff to do. No, you don't do anything during Shiva. Whatever. Well, she was Jews. there, but she, I, the time that the window that I came by, right, right, she was right. not there one of the times. Whatever. But I no, but I just thought, oh, you that's go how back. it works. You yeah. go back. No. Like a, like an Indian wedding. It takes right. several days. No, not, not happening. Um, okay. Anyway, so, so Zoloft. So and then I switch to uh, Wellbutrin. I'm still on that, yeah. But Wellbutrin made me literally suicidal. Really? Where I was like, oh, because you know, like when you first, one of the side effects is of these medications that they can give you that boost you need right. to kill yourself. And so I had that with Wellbutrin and was truly, but I was fortunately had already had the same experience with Zoloft. So I knew like, 
I really want to kill myself right. immediately. Wrong meds. But I knew it was the meds. So I waited right. and I kept telling the doctor, like, uh, I don't think this is working. And then I started looking up ways to kill myself mm. online because I thought seeing it would talk me out of it. Would right, make right, me, right. Not And my therapist was like, oh, that's a really good thing. I think that was a good. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, that was, that's so smart. And uh, But it worked because, okay. like, when you see, like, directions uh, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we're not doing that. Okay, so, so then. I did that, and then I switched to Lexapro. Ugh, that made me so fat and tired. Yeah, it didn't do anything next for me. And then I did Prozac, and I've been on that for a while. Wow, so now. the Prozac, original the original, recipe. yes. I wish I had done that. Right. From, I my, honestly think my life would be maybe slightly different had I. Maybe, Just started the Prozac. Maybe. Yeah. You can't go back, David. You can't go, you back. can't go back. You cannot go back and change the past. <laughs> so this is the other question we ask everyone. Mm -hmm. What pisses you off more than anything in the entire world? Like makes you fucking crazy. Like, uh, so, like big things like it. It like could the be anything. The world. Like it could be anything. Like what makes you like you fucking pe like just ruins your fucking day. Ruins my day. Mm -hmm. uh, probably my own mental problems. But no, that's not good. Not what answer. sets you off? Okay. People who uh, watch, do anything on their phone without headphones, like watch a oh, video. Oh, I can't. That, or I, just listen on the, to music. Yeah, on the fucking subway just yeah, yeah, now. Just I'm like, I, or what about, okay, what about the people who will be talking on the phone and the phone is on speaker and they oh. don't fucking know. And they're like, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't even to anyone that uses a ringtone. I have a problem with, to be honest. Right. Cause I think like no one's, everyone's got their fucking phone in there. Even hand. though you wrote Trump's ringtone. I know it's yeah. ironic. Yeah. But, um, do you have a ringtone? No, I just have it on vibrate. Like a, that sucks your battery. Person. Well, if it can not annoy people, I'm happy to. Take I them have off. my ringtone is the Mary Tyler Moore Show theme. That's a good right, good one. but I don't have it on unless I'm in my house doing yeah, something yeah, and I need to you, hear it. Yeah, that's when you use a ringtone right. in your own home. Right. I would go even one further. I don't think people should answer their phone if another person is within thirty feet. I am the same way, and I have got. I have been on the phone, and I get in an elevator by myself. And another person walks in and I literally, if it's important, I will say, do you mind? Is this bothering you? Do you, do you mind? Yeah. That's, and that's a one time a guy was like, fuck you. You're like, but every other time they're like, no, Wait, thank you so much. Like, fuck yeah. You he was being, like an asshole. I go and I said, I'm asking you to say, yeah, do whatever you want. I was like, you're an asshole. Yeah. Like, that you're guy's a fucking an asshole. asshole. All right. Uh, that guy, I don't, I like He's not even less than the yeah. video watchers. He's not Dave Hill. No, he's not Dave he's Hill. He's not Dave Hill. So, Dave, where can everyone find you? Where can they get your book? When is Judy Gold on your podcast? And um, I will drag, if I can drag you to my apartment. Yes, I will do that. Dave Hill's podcasting incident, which yes. episodes come out every Friday. So. And I heard there's coffee. There's coffee and I want to go. Cookies. I want to go to the bakery where you got the zucchini bread Across that we talked the about. He got free zucchini bread today. They had like full on Danishes, like oh. blueberry cheese Danish, and I thought I'm gonna do it. And I was like, 
let's ease into it. Okay. So maybe tomorrow. All right. But, and then history fluffer. Yes. We, which I would love for you to do. I'd also, love that. we tape that at QE de Astoria. Oh yeah, I work there on Wednesdays. I I'll know, do isn't it. At the best place. I love that place. It's like you can do stand up there, or you can do like yeah. this. You can read. You can read. You, you can could, draw n- naked people. I yeah. Think. Or maybe I'm. Like, you can. Secreting that, right. I don't know, but yeah, you can you can do all sorts. It's the best place, anyway. And then that comes out uh, every Wednesday. Okay, and the book is uh, Parking the Moose. It's out in October, October eighth. When can they pre-order? Because now, I heard it's all about the pre-order. It is all about the pre-order because all those pre-orders hit the week it comes out, and that's how you wind up on bestseller. List. So when do I start? Pre- when you do, do it now. When you are they going to pre-order mine? It as soon as it's available, as it's available. No, no. Should. When I haven't finished, I oh, haven't handed gotta, it in yet. It. Well, probably six months prior. Mine just became pre-order. And it's out. It's probably six months before it comes out. Right, but mine's due June seventh. June seventh. It's co- supposed to come out October twenty-nine. They want it fast of twenty twenty. Yes. That's well. That's a good sign if your book's coming out then, because that's you're swimming with the sharks. Fall release. Okay, I want to kill myself. No, that's good. That means your publisher believes in you. Okay. Because this is my glad the publisher does. This is my first two books came out in spring, which is like, Mm -hmm. let's see what happens. Right, right. If they put it out in fall, they're like, we believe in this. Great. I'm going to go I'm going to go kill myself. Kill I have to yourself. write 35,000 words by June 7th. Can I do it? Yes. And if I can bring it back to Malcolm Gladwell, I will teach you how. Cuz I would see him in coffee shops so I'd be like he's got all these bestsellers he must write 12 hours a day. So I asked him, I'm like, "Do you write every waking hour?" He's like, "No, I only write 2 hours a day, no more." Okay. Uh, I'm doing that. And you stop mid-word. Because okay. if you stop mid-word, I can't remember if he told me the mid-word part, but I think maybe it was him. If you stop mid-word, then you you're, you finish your then when you pick it up the next day, you're like, oh, I got to finish that. Sentence. Okay, you're already writing. All yeah. right, I'm gonna do that. So if you do that, two hours All a day, right. no internet. Oh yeah, I turn that off. No phone. Yeah, uh, Dave Hill, thank you. I can't thank, thank you, you enough. Thank you. No, thank you. You're the thank best you for being so. You're arguably the foremost authority on me in North America. Thank you. I do all my research. I do so much research. It's incredible. I love you, Dave. Can you tell other people to do the podcast? Because they're so like, it's fun, isn't it? Super fun. Thank you. And you're an absolute delight. And oh, I, I was going to say, I know you're we're so over. Cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I was afraid of you. I'm still afraid what? of you. Because you're, 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 uh, you're the opposite. You're, you're not soft-spoken. No, but I'm a fucking mushbag piece you of are. shit inside. You're not a piece of shit. No, I mean inside. You're a softy. I'm not Trump. I, no. You know, I'm, I Thank really God. am this. I'm like the most sensitive. Yeah. You are. Thank you, David. All right. Listen, get Dave's book. Go online and find him. And uh, as we always say, so long. And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. 
LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.